Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Do you know a student getting ready to go to college? Or are you looking at going back to school yourself? The Woodward Hines Education Foundation and the Get to College program help more Mississippians get to and through college to get certificates and degrees that lead to meaningful employment. They offer free college planning advice, including hands-on FAFSA completion assistance through in-person or virtual appointments. Visit gettocollege.org to learn more. Good morning. It's 8.30 on Friday, February 4th. I'm Desiree Frazier, and this is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. On today's show, winter storm coats parts of Mississippi in ice, and the state is one step closer to exiting the alcohol distribution business. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. Throughout the night and into this morning, parts of North Mississippi have weathered freezing rainstorms and ice. This as winter storms sweep eastward towards the northern Atlantic. Eric Carpenter the National Weather is with the National Weather Service in Jackson, and he joins us now. Good morning, Eric. Yeah, good morning. Tell us, how did Mississippi fare in the midst of this storm coming through? Uh, we definitely had impacts from several different facets from the storm, um, uh, including the ice and heavy rain and severe weather. Uh, overall, it certainly could have been a little bit worse than it was. Um, so we're, we're fortunate that the impacts weren't greater, um, but we did have some issues, particularly as far as the freezing rain and ice goes up in, especially up in northwest Mississippi from uh, just north of Greenville up towards Memphis. Um, there was some pretty significant icing with uh, a few power outages. Um, ice accumulated up to uh, over a quarter of an inch in the Memphis area as you, or as you got closer to Memphis and northwest Mississippi. Uh, but there were light amounts of ice um, down into uh, central Mississippi as well, even in the Jackson, Mississippi area. Uh, as far as the heavy rain and severe weather goes, that was really mostly confined to southeast portions of Mississippi. We had a good bit of flash flooding that took place um, in the uh, Hattiesburg area, Lamar County area, and we had some wind damage reports from severe weather that took place east of Hattiesburg up to uh, the Wayne County area. Um, But uh, otherwise, uh, we got by uh, relatively okay. Well, we knew that rain was coming through, and overnight the temperatures were going to drop. What is the path of the storm at this point? So right now we are dealing with pretty much uh, cold advection everywhere. Temperatures have really 
uh, dropped off and we have a lot of temperatures uh, currently below below freezing across Mississippi. Um, the freezing line extends all the way at the current time all the way down to uh, around the Cone over to uh, Meridian points north and west of that line or below freezing. And then even down to the uh, southeast and near the coast, temperatures are well into the 30s. We have a gusty north wind, so it's very uncomfortable out there. Folks definitely want to stay bundled up. Um, for North Mississippi, uh, you might, uh, if you have exposed pipes and things like that up there, you may want to consider uh, taking some precautions to protect those as temperatures will likely uh, not really climb much above freezing today, if at all. And tonight we'll see temperatures drop off into the uh, into the teens in that area. So uh, just uh, mostly a cold weather pattern we're dealing with right now. And when you say temperatures drop below freezing, that's 32 degrees? Right, right. Uh, temperatures are um, the 32-degree line is roughly from around the comb to near Meridian at this point, and temperatures to the north and west of that line are currently below 32. Now, um, the temperatures will rise some <clears throat> during the day and um, should be above freezing in the eventually in the, um, especially in central Mississippi and uh, in the Jackson, Vicksburg area, um, in Columbus areas, we'll see temperatures uh, rise above freezing, but um, not much. So, How are we going into the weekend? How's the weekend looking? We'll see the uh, chilly air hang on, so tonight will be very cold, and uh, but we're looking at pretty much dry weather this weekend, and temperatures will moderate some. Um, we won't be as cold as we go into uh, Saturday and Sunday, so just uh, kind of a chilly but dry weekend is, is taking shape. Um, once we get past today and tonight, we'll be kind of past the 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 really cold air, um, and by Sunday afternoon, we'll see temperatures climbing in, um, into the uh, 40 and well into the actually well into the 50s over uh, central and southern and eastern portions of Mississippi by Sunday afternoon. So it will uh, improve um, for Mississippi. Eric Carpenter, meteorologist with the National Weather Service in Jackson, thank you so much for your time and sharing this important information about the weather and giving us an update. Oh, you're most welcome. Take care. You as well. Wintry weather poses a threat to commuters in certain parts of the state this morning. David Kenney is with the State Department of Transportation. He speaks with Mississippi Edition producer Rob Lane. Overnight, they did have uh, a, a little bit of problems in District 2 in uh, northwest Mississippi, um, in uh, Tippa County. Um, they had some issues there um, in District 1 in Alcorn County uh, to the east side. Um, they did uh, send crews out <clears throat> to uh, treat bridges and slick spots um, in those areas. Um, and everything is in good shape now. They applied salt on uh, some specific bridges overnight, and they are now in good shape. Uh, they're just reminding uh, morning commuters to take it slow when you go across these bridges because there could be some lingering moisture that freezes because the temperatures, you know, are going to hover right around freezing this morning. Um, we also had uh, some tree limbs that fell in DeSoto County 
another threat from, you know, this winter weather that a lot of people don't think about. Um, crews were able to get those out of the roadways and they'll go, go clean up the rest to, today, this morning that they pushed to the side of the road. Um, in uh, western Mississippi, um, in Washington, Bolivar, Sunflower, and Humphreys counties, they sanded and salted and slagged some bridges. And in Holmes and Yazoo County, the bridges uh, are in good condition as well as the roadways. Um, crews there are going to remain on standby again. Uh, just in case some of that moisture refreezes this morning because the temperatures are around freezing. The good thing is here in the metro in District 5, uh, there was some uh, rain and maybe a little sleet uh, that fell late yesterday evening. That has not really caused any problems on any of the roads or bridges. No freezing from that. But again, uh, motorists are being reminded to be careful this morning as they come in because, you know, not only could roads be a little wet, but, you know, temperatures here in, in Jackson were uh, around 30 degrees around 6 o'clock this morning. So uh, there could be little spots that freeze, but uh, we should get above freezing uh, this morning, and those areas should not be a problem. And you mentioned a few fallen tree limbs. Is that because of wind overnight, or is that because of the way trees expand and contract with temperature fluctuations? Well, the, the reason why the trees fell in DeSoto County is because they were weighted down with ice um, from the freezing rain that fell there yesterday. Uh, so those, uh, we had uh, reports of uh, several trees that, you know, fell down because, you know, once that ice accumulates on the branches, they just can't hold that weight up and they come crashing down. Um, no injuries to report that I'm aware of as of yet, but I do know that there were trees that fell in roadways, also some that fell on vehicles, um, but uh, that could still happen uh, throughout the day because there's trees up there still holding that ice up, uh, so there's still a threat from that, so people need to be aware of that. How is all this relative to expectations? I know we spoke briefly yesterday, and you were aware, of course, that winter weather was coming. Is this worse than you expected, better? Well, that's probably up to the forecasters to determine. But from our perspective here at MDOT, uh, we were ready, and uh, we were able to handle what uh, was forecasted. Uh, we had uh, assets put in the right place, salt and sand trucks. They hit the bridges, kept the roads open, so... Um, everything uh, from our perspective, um, it, what, it was what we expected, and we handled it as we expected to. I know there are a few counties, as you mentioned, that still do have ice on the road, and you'd love folks to just stay off the roadways there. But uh, if it is an emergency, if somebody needs to go out for something and they find their car slipping, what's best practice? Well, number one, don't panic and don't oversteer and slow down. Uh, if you do have to get out in this weather, um, be aware that there could be, you know, ice on roadways or bridges. So your braking distance is greatly reduced. And you don't want to be going too fast where you can't slow down and stop. So um, that's number one. And also, you know, uh, make sure your, your uh, you know, your vehicle is in good condition, your defroster is working so you can see out of your windshield and your windows. And also, you know, Avoid distractions. Put down the cell phone. Keep your eyes on the road because that will keep you safe and other motorists around you. 
That's David Kinney with the Mississippi Department of Transportation. Coming up, we check in on the legislature. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. This podcast is a local production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting and depends on the support of listeners like you. If you can, please donate today at mpbonline.org. And thanks. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. I'm Desiree Frazier. By an overwhelming margin Wednesday, the State House passed a bill that would allow private wholesalers to take over distribution of beer, wine, and liquor in Mississippi. House Republican Trey Lamar of Senatobia authored the bill. He speaks with MPB's Kobe Vance. This bill would remove the state of Mississippi from the, the alcohol warehousing business and then at that point in time, the private industry would take over the business, uh, just like everything else, just like other types of drinks, you know, Coca-Colas or any other privately made product. The state is not in the business of warehousing and distributing. Uh, the private sector is going to do a better job than the government every time. And so it's just it's it's past time for the state to be out of this business. Uh, let our small businesses, our restaurants and other stores, uh, retail stores, uh, move forward uh, and, and get away from the problems that we're having currently. Our, our, our current warehouse is just, it's outdated, it's antiquated. We've got needs in government, uh, core functions of government, such as education and roads and highways and bridges and things of that nature that we have to fund. And I don't believe the taxpayers want to see us put another 50 to $60 million of taxpayer money into that warehouse to fix it up uh, when we really don't need to be in the business anyway. States around us, Louisiana, Tennessee, uh, even Alabama, uh, are not in the business of uh, warehousing products. Uh, and so um, with that said, it's just it's past time for us to, to move on to another way of doing things. Do you think this will hinder the state's efforts to you know, bring in revenue based on alcohol sales in the state? No. I mean, the product will still be taxed. It will still be a taxed. Uh, and so I, I don't see it, it hurting our state's revenue. In fact, I would submit to you that it will most likely increase our state's revenue uh, because the private sector will do a much better job of meeting the demand that's out there than the state currently is. Would the alcohol sales under this bill have to come into the state and then be sold, or could outside wholesale distributors be able to sell uh, to cut consumers, say, like through the mail order programs? No, th- this, would, this would require... Um, companies would come in and set up uh, warehouses and wholesaling shops here in the state. With those, do you think this will uh, lead to good job creation? It certainly would lead to job creation, yeah. There's at least uh, three major players that I've been made aware of. All three of them have said they uh, would come to the state. They'd build, they'd invest multiple millions of dollars in warehouses. All of them would hire 100-plus workers. Uh, So it it would be uh, a significant investment into the state. And you think about it, there's an industry right now in Mississippi that doesn't exist because the government doesn't allow it to exist. We would remove that prohibition and then the private sector would flood that industry. And so uh, you'd be talking about millions in capital investment and, and hundreds of jobs, if not more, if not thousand plus jobs uh, eventually when this, uh, when this industry is fully turned over to the private sector. How do you think this would streamline alcohol distribution in Mississippi? Well, it would do just like any other product. I mean, if you go into a gas station, you can buy Coca-Cola. Um, it would be the same way, except you would buy your product in a purchase in a, in a package store. Uh, you would buy your bottle of wine there in the package store or at the restaurant. And so those businesses would just 
just like so many other businesses, they would they would have a sales rep uh, that would sell them the product and they would purchase it that way instead of having to purchase it through the state. Had you heard concerns about you know uh, businesses not being able to get the product they need because of shortages in the state's warehouse? I think every legislator has heard concerns about that. That's one of the main things that I think we all agree on is that the current system is broken. I also wanted to get your reaction to the Senate's tax plan that they released. You know, you released a statement on Twitter, but I was hoping to follow up with you on that. Okay. Uh, yes. Um, so glad you asked me. Uh, I, first and foremost, I'm glad the Senate is producing a, a, a proposal this year. I would say that the Senate plan is a uh, far, cry, far cry from transformative tax reform that this state needs. Uh, for instance, uh, in, the, in the House plan, we cut car tags in half, 50% reduction right out of the gate in first year on our plan. The Senate bill gives a $5 off a new car purchase and $3.75 off our tag renewal. That's not transformative tax reform. That's not going to do much for the people of this state. Uh, in addition to that, uh, the House plan totally eliminates the income tax over about a 10- to 12-year period. Out of the gate in the first year, we eliminate the first $40,000 uh, of income and $80,000 of income for a single and married uh, couple. And so on the, t- on the Senate side, they, in the first year, they give the working man uh, and ladies a $50 break. Under the House plan, that same person gets a $1,300 break. There, it's, it's, it's no comparison. So on one hand, I'm thankful that the Senate actually has a bill this year. On the other hand, um, there's a long way to go um, you know, for the two sides to come together and actually reach real income tax elimination in the state, which we can't afford. You know, some may tell, may tell you or maybe sing in the crowd that we've got to worry about the budget, we've got to worry about the budget. And, yes, we certainly have to worry about the budget. But this state, the House plan, takes into account the budget. It provides for the basic necessities of government. It uh, provides for an increase in teachers' salaries and the other salaries of other state employees and our core functions of government. We've provided for at least $300 million in government growth to pay for those real needs that we have. So if somebody is saying that, that the Senate plan is, is just worried about the budget and that's why they can't eliminate the ta- income tax, that is simply not true. What the House is proposing is transformative change for this state, and we can do it by eliminating the tax on work and also taking care of our basic needs in state government. Now, the House has already passed the bill for eliminating the state income tax, but the Senate has yet to propose a specific bill that would address these uh, topics. What do you think the future is going to look like in the coming weeks when it comes to the Senate taking up the House bill that would eliminate income tax? Do you think that's going to be able to pass, or and how, this, how do you think it's going to affect uh, in conference? Well, I certainly can't comment on what the Senate will do because I don't serve in the Senate and have no control over that. Uh, but I can comment on what I hope they will do. Uh, and I hope they will hear uh, the cries of Mississippians that, that state, hey, we need bold vision for our future. We can become the tenth state in the country not to have a tax on work in this state, and we can open our borders to people to come in and say, hey, look, look what Mississippi's doing. Let's go there. It will be uh, provide transformational change uh, for our state in a very positive way, uh, and uh, I implore the, my fellow senators to, to come on board with us and let's figure out how to get it done. Trey Lamar is a Republican state representative from Senatobia. Coming up, we'll stay at the Capitol to follow a House bill that would waive college tuition for foster care kids. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. 
Deep South Dining is the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. From fried chicken and collard greens to shrimp and grits and a glass of sweet tea. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or download our MPB public media app. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. I'm Desiree Frazier. Mississippi's House of Representatives voted yesterday on a bill to provide free tuition and housing for kids in the state's foster care system. Who want to go to college? Miranda Turner is a foster youth living in Vicksburg. She spoke with Kobe Vance in the halls of the Capitol. You recently are working towards getting your GED, is that correct? Tell me a little about that. Um, Well, there's four tests you have to take in order to pass, and I took all but one. And I plan on taking that one next week, and by that time I should have my GED. So do you plan to go to college? Yes, definitely. Today you're here uh, in the Capitol in support of House Bill 1313, which would, you know, give you more scholarship opportunities in the state of Mississippi. What does that mean for you? Honestly, without this bill, I don't think it would be kind of realistic for me to go to college because there's so much money that it takes and for somebody that's doing it majority on their own with a little bit of help but it's like if my the tuition be completely be waived then it would dramatically help me because then there'd be no reason why I couldn't go to college and it would open up so many doors and I can get something like a law degree or psychology or something that I didn't see myself being able to get because of how expensive tuition is but with this bill, it would help me to do the things I wanted to do that I never thought would be possible. What would you like to do? Honestly, I want to be an advocate for foster care, but even as far as like being able to be a counselor or like get a business degree or anything or law, anything to kind of help with that would help me. What do you think this could mean for your future? You know, I know you mentioned like the career path so it opened. Uh, can you talk a little bit more about that? It would dramatically change the plans I have for my future. Just to know that I could go to college and it'd be free and not have to worry about the burdens. And on top of that, having help with the housing, even not being in, like like on holidays, stuff like that, even having help with housing and stuff like that would relieve a major burden from me knowing I have help with that. And I could pursue my dreams without having to worry about how much debt I'm going to acquire doing that. How many students in the foster care system are able to go to college? You know, What do you think this could look like? in the coming years? It would definitely change. I think it's only like 2% as of right now of foster kids that have even went or being able to go to college. And then just having this bill and having it broadcasted to them could give them a chance they never thought they had. And I think it would dramatically change how many kids come from foster homes and go to college because it relieves the burden from the foster parents of not having to find a way to help pay for college. And it would even allow foster parents to take in young adults knowing that they don't have to bear the burden of sending them to college because it's free. So I think it would change a lot of people's lives, not even just the foster kids, but the foster parents as well. Shortly after Kobe spoke with Miranda, the bill passed the House. This has been Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. Stick around for a full morning of Mississippi Radio. Coming up at 9, it's the Gestalt Gardener. Then at 10, it's Next Stop Mississippi. And at 11, don't miss Southern Remedy. Find past installments of this and other Think Radio shows online at mpbonline.org. I'm Desiree Frazier. We'll see you Monday morning at 830 for the next Mississippi edition, only on MPB Think Radio. Have a great weekend. 